A reading from the book of Romans, chapter 8. We know that for those who love God, all things work together for good, for those who are called according to his purpose. For those whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his Son, in order that he might be the firstborn among many brothers. And those whom he predestined, he also called. And those whom he called, he also justified. And those whom he justified, he also glorified. What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also with him graciously give us all things? Who shall bring any charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. Who is to condemn? Christ Jesus is the one who died, more than that, who was raised, who is at the right hand of God, who indeed is interceding for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation, or distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or danger, or sword? As it is written, For your sake we are being killed all the day long. We are regarded as sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am sure that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation, will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
It was one of the wildest endings in college football history. The Michigan Wolverines led the Michigan State Spartans 23-21 with 10 seconds left in the game. The last play went like this. The Michigan Wolverines, they have the ball around midfield, and it's 4th and 2. They opt to punt to put the Michigan State Spartans deep in their own territory with just seconds remaining. The game is all but over. It's a no-win situation for the Spartans. The play begins. The ball is snapped. The punter fumbles the ball. Now all he has to do is fall on the ball and the game is over. But instead, he picks up the ball and, surrounded by opposing players, inexplicably tries to punt. In doing so, the ball is swiped by a Spartan who then runs down the field with the ball and scores a touchdown with no time on the clock to win the game. The Michigan Wolverines fans and players are stunned. It seems like what has happened is too impossible to believe. But for Spartan fans, this win is nothing short of a miracle. Every other team that had been in this situation had lost. No one thought winning was possible. But then the impossible happened. Romans 8.28 is my confirmation verse. And we know that in all things God works for the good for those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. This verse has sustained me through many difficult days because it reminds me that no matter how bad my day is, no matter how broken the world is, God is moving the world toward redemption. That all of human history is bent toward goodness, mercy, and love because of the crucified and risen Lord. In other words, when it feels like I'm losing, I read Romans 8.28 and I'm reminded that God is winning. But even more than that, A few years ago, I did a funeral for a young man. The family picked the end of Romans chapter 8. This family had prayed for a miracle. The young man had fought hard. But we all know the truth. That for every person, the grave can be put off, at least for a time. But it is never avoided. Death wins. It always wins. But the end of Romans 8 reminds us of an important truth. That even when we die... We are not separated from God's love. Instead, even in the grave, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. In other words, Roman tells us how the game is going to end. Now, I don't want to ruin it for you, but let's just say it's a miracle. You'll be shocked, stunned, and speechless. You might not even believe your own eyes. Okay, I'll just tell you how it ends. Death loses. Love wins. You see, Jesus died. And then the impossible happened. He rose again. It was crazy. Death didn't even see it coming. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, 
the holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Priceless grace, that priceless grace, that priceless grace which gave me life. Jesus' life is priceless grace. That priceless grace is life for me. That priceless blood, that priceless blood. O God, your almighty power is made known chiefly in showing mercy. Grant us the fullness of your grace that we may be called to repentance and partakers of your heavenly treasures. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord, our broken world heads for redemption. In the midst of trials and tribulations, we ask that you would turn our sorrows into joy. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Father, in times of doubt, we pray that your love would walk with us, that your patience would surround us, and that the impossible might be done in us, namely, the saving work of your Son, Jesus Christ. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. All these things we pray in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen.
Give my